Can you hear me? Good. Yes. Yeah. All is well. Great. Uh, well, here we are. Nothing new in non-duality. <laughs> uh, I hope it's been uh, affording you a, a traveling lighter throughout your day and uh, a new basis has set in. And we had a thing uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday at, at the recovery meeting where uh, I'd like to riff on it again. There's a statement in recovery in the big book of AA, which is pretty interesting. It says self-knowledge avails us nothing. So it's an incredible statement really, because obviously it sounds weird because knowledge seems to be prized or held in a, in a lofty uh, state for many of us. But in this case, there's something being implied in the word self that causes knowledge to be of no avail. It's not the fault of the knowledge, but it's given that condition by self, this idea of being the one who has the knowledge. So acquiring knowledge under the idea of the one who has the knowledge on one very important topic, what we are, it avails us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, if you just change the the emphasis or the where the words stand and put knowledge of self, that has a completely different effect than self-knowledge. Knowledge of self tells you why self-knowledge avails you nothing. <laughs> That's what it does. Knowledge of self uh, demonstrates I mean, self-knowledge demonstrates the failure of that knowledge, but what actually gives you the understanding of it to see it is knowledge of self. And hopefully that what happens quite a lot in satsang and what we're calling self is the small s, the, uh, the sense of being the doer when actions are happening, the feeler, the thinker, the habit of loser that sense, not the largest sense of everywhere, everything at all times. So this sense of individuality, which it is a sense of, that individuality uh, acquiring knowledge, the knowledge is resting on a misunderstanding of individuality, yeah? So the knowledge can be, be beautiful. It's just like when some people are introduced to, let's say, the Tao, Tao Te Ching, incredibly beautiful take on how to travel or, the, or an expression of traveling lighter in this event, yet that knowledge will avail them nothing, in a sense, when it's being claimed by self, yeah? So you may get an intellectual understanding, but you can't seem to grasp the living of it because of the one who's thinking they're trying to grasp the living of it. Yeah. So the knowledge of self is about that, which is the triggering of self-knowledge, which is the sense when knowledge is, is heard or seen or listened to, there's a claiming of that 
And then there's the, the, uh, the one who listened to it or the seer or the hearer. And this is what happens in satsang. The hearer gets emphasized and then you lose the meaning of the hearing, yeah? And now you become a hearer and I've been to 50 satsangs and da, 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 da. And I know, I know, I get it, I get it, but it's not translating into a traveling lighter. Why is that? Well, it could be that there's an I, that knowledge is being claimed by self, and now it's availing you nothing. Yeah. So this is knowledge of self. And what you learn is that whatever you get in contact with through consciousness, the mental state claims that and implies that in, uh, infers another which is a noun, so to speak. So there's the claiming of living and thinking and feeling and tasting and touching and having problems and not having problems. And it implies that there's a noun before all that. And the noun is the one that's doing it, having the problem, thinking it, seeing it, hearing it. Yeah. And so this claiming of the knowledge or the claiming of what's going on uh is the sense of what's going on the real knowledge that living could give us is that we are a verb so to speak yes but how it's being claimed as knowledge as self is by a noun yeah which avails us nothing once again so this idea of the and it's all emphasis yeah if the emphasis is on knowledge of self and self is put to an after position instead of self-knowledge, which has self as the dominant position, you see quote unquote self completely differently. Yeah. So when self acquires knowledge of Buddhism and it looks at everything from a Buddhist point of view, it doesn't look at you as a Buddhist point of view, or it may conceptually, but you'll think you're a self that's becoming a non-self. <laughs> There'll be instead of that, there was no self to ever to begin with, which is knowledge of self. Yeah. So knowledge of self is that self is actually an idea that's implied by an activity called selfing. Yeah. That's knowledge of self. Yeah. So hopefully that's what gets imparted here. So we can describe what's describable. So selfing can be described and how selfing leads to this sense of being a self. And that sense of individuality lends itself to this idea that there's a sense of free will. And then you want to go to meetings and talk about, is there free will or predetermination without looking at the sense of individuality? So the, you see now the knowledge of, is this free will or predetermination is availing you nothing because it's being it's being preceded by a misunderstanding that it's it's you that feels like it has free will. It's you that thinks it has it, that it's all predetermined. There is no you. That's the point. Yeah. And I do not believe self-knowledge is going to bring you there. Yeah. What it's going to do is fail you with the hopes that you can finally see it. And then that seeing it as it as it fails us that would be called knowledge of self. <laughs> That's what it would be. And then, and then what occurs is 
the constant negating of that assumption is a knowing that was not acquired. It's not acquired by satsang or by studying non-duality or or dokchen. It's already it's already there. It's a knowledge before knowledge. It's a knowing, let's say, as someone brought about here. There's a knowingness that there was never not a knowingness. Yeah. So it's an inner resource that's maybe unsuspected, but it's not absent. It's there, always there, but it may be unsuspected because how we're trying to see it is from the blindness of self. Yeah. So then it keeps going on to be unsuspected because we're relying on an outer resource, which is this selfing. We're relying on self. And therefore, we don't find ourselves in the true reliance on, well, there's no ourselves, but we don't find the possibility of reliance on the infinite, yeah? Which is not something you acquire. It's a knowing already that that's always been the case, yeah? That the false platform was never a real platform. It was always a false platform. The highest level it can reach is appearing to be true to us. It can't reach a truth. The truth it has is that it's not truthful. Yes? So, and really that knowing is the, is, See, if there's, a, if there's an acquired knowledge, you may have to chant about it and try to remember it and do affirmations concerning it. But this knowing doesn't, acquire, that doesn't require that. It's pulsating all the time, yeah? It's truly the easiest, softer, really no way. And if there's an ideation or a love for knowledge, you may not be, um, that knowledge may be substituting for this knowing, yes? And so what's so beautiful about that knowledge is going to fail you. And when it fails you, you're gonna drop back, hopefully in that which you never left, the knowing of what you're not from what you are, yeah? Right now, there's the seeing of what we're not from what we are, but is there a knowing of, when, of what we're not, yeah? If there's a seeing, there's a feeling you have to keep duplicating the seeing. The knowing takes, a, takes the place of duplicating. The knowing is there, seeing it or not, yes? Yeah. It's just much easier than you could than we can think, really. It's sort of like that what Ramesh was trying to get through to us the day I was over there in Bombay about you know, you leave to go to work, do you forget that you have a place to live because you're at work? No. Yeah. And if you stay late at work, is, are you more apt to forget that you have a place to live? No, I won't. If your work is really in a distant state or another country, is that going to convince you that you don't have a place? No, it probably won't. There's a knowledge, there's something you know that doesn't get disrupted by conditions changing. 
lengthening, yeah? They don't change the fact, just like the time, I mean, I had it as an incredible living example. When I was trucking around the world, I didn't have a place to live. And so I walked into the most incredible rug emporium and I had a built-in immunity to the temptation to buy a rug because I didn't have a flaw, F-L-O-O-R. And it didn't matter how long I stayed in that rug emporium, I was not going to buy a rug. And, and even when they told me they could fold it up and put it in my backpack, I still wasn't going to go to Thailand with an oriental rug in the backpack. Yeah, so no matter how beautiful, and it wasn't that it was, was beautiful, wasn't beautiful, it was incredible, yet there was no need for it. There was an essential knowing that there was no need, I had no flaw, so I had an immunity to all those advertisings and temptations, if you want to call it. So. <laughs> In this case, in traveling this life, what's going to be your home? What's going to be uh, the condition that's going to override all the other conditions? Yeah. And there'll be a knowing of the other conditions from that condition. To me, that's it. That's this message. Yeah. Yeah. This is not conditional knowledge that if you're at the non-dual retreat, you feel, oh, I'm totally into it. It's not based on other conditions. It actually outshines other conditions. It brings a light to other conditions. So there's, you're not searching for light in those other conditions. Yeah. So maybe you can enjoy a lot of what's going on because there's no desire or drive to find anything in it because you know already that which can't be lost. And I don't mean no here. I mean no in your gut. I feel satsang sometimes first hits this point, but it always drops sooner or later. Yes? So this is knowing and then it's not knowing. It's, it's dualistically determined. So there's a being convinced and then you feel unconvinced 30 seconds later. There's another level of knowing that doesn't have that thing going on. It doesn't have, oh, I forgot. No, the surface there could be a feeling of forgot. The under, underlying is never remembered or forgotten. Yeah, it's truly reliable. It's always available at all times, right where you are, no matter what condition you think you're in. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, and if you've had it, you t you'll sense it by this talk. If you felt that knowledge before knowledge, you'll feel it now. Yeah, that's what's reliable. It's the because it's not determined on you. It's not based on you. Finally, it's before you, before the before the belief that you forgot something. Yeah, it's before all that. It negates all that, all those things. It negates the idea of that you have to get into the moment because some reason you believe you have the great ability to be out of the moment. It, it just completely blows all that stuff out of the pipes, yeah? 
You just have, and it doesn't change. You're never fooled again. You're never thinking I'm out of the moment ever, ever, ever. There may be thoughts, but there's never you thinking it. Yeah, you're just, you're so here. And the wisdom of no escape is there's a surrender to that. Finally, I've been trying to get out of here since I was six years old. I tried so many things to try to get out of what I thought I was in. Yeah. This is a completely novel direction. It tells me I'm not in that which I so fervently want to get out of. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm not trying to get out of what I'm not in and I'm not trying to get into what I'm not out of. Yeah. It's just very clear, sim simple, but reliable day in and day out. Yes. Blue is blue. Red is red. Yeah. As they say in Zen. <laughs> yes you can see the shades but blue is blue and red is red that's how it goes so i'm happy to be here uh i hope you are <laughs> and uh let's open it up brother okay anybody want to raise their hands uh gary's got his hand up hi gary You're muted. Okay, how there about now? Yep, got it. I liked so, it better when you were muted, but whatever, let's go. Because he's so yeah, handsome, right? You like to look at him. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, what I'm appreciating right now is, is in that story of Ramesh Valjakar is um, how you don't have to think about whether you have a house to prove it all the time. It, it, it's not even on your mind. Somehow that's, uh, I'm really appreciating that. It's like it really doesn't take any effort. To, I, I don't even have to, you know, who cares? It, it's, it's a non-issue. So I'm really appreciating that part of the story. It yes. doesn't take my constant effort to remember it. It's, it's there if I ever want to go think about it, but it, but it's unnecessary. Yes. I love it's that. One issue. Yes. What no would happen, Gary, what happens if something that is a has been a huge issue becomes a non-issue? There's a lot more interest and attention bringing it in new information, yes? Because that big yeah. issue has been put to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, eh? Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess laid back would be a good term for that. Yeah, and the thing is, is uh, It's not a denying of anything. Yeah. It's just a it's just an obviousness. Now having a house has a lot of stabilizing effects. 
Maybe if it's not a huge mortgage, you can always find something. But the sense that mm. there's a home that you can rest in, yeah, while you're mm-hmm. seemingly not in that home and resting, it makes it it takes away a huge issue from the mental activity. Yeah, it puts something to rest yeah. that the mental activity's agitation can't stir up. Yeah, which is beautiful. Right. Isn't it? Yeah, it's so the money itself, one of those essential things. In a sense, and so the most essential thing is this home in us, yes, this, this nature, this inherent nature of the being is a huge freaking issue. When it's, when it's quote-unquote solved, it's awesome. It has a monstrous effect on everything else going on. It's that mm. profound way beyond Mm. having a house the sense of being what you are puts to rest a lot of freaking issues and one of the biggest issues is looking for it yeah it's Mm. incredible Mm. what a what a like uh it's like you bought something in the past and then when you're able to return it you get so much more back yeah. You return mm. that issue. You just that, you know, you say, fuck it, whatever. And then what's given back uh, is is the real raw uh, living that you were thinking of in a conceptual way in the looking for the issue, so to speak. Yes. Mm-hmm. You really have yeah. a sense of okayness as if someone who ha- who finds themselves in a lot of different weather conditions has a knowledge of having a house that they're going to get back to yeah this is sort of the effect it has it's really mm-hmm. the nucleus of traveling lighter yeah security is being in, in any being not driven to become but being something already is an incredible uh level of yeah yes and then it's it's rooted in that knowing before knowing yeah it doesn't need to be reestablished and gone over and anything yeah maybe you need yeah. it to be so that's fine you take care of your need about it but it's not its need yeah so when people say something to me at these meetings and they present it with, I really feel like I need to do something. That's not its need. That's their need. So you better do it. Yeah. Because you have to yeah. sort of, you're going through the toll booths of your own requirement. You got to pay the toll. Yeah. But the point is, yeah. you're going to get into that open free highway where there's no toll gate. There's no, there's no tolls anymore. Yeah. The sense yeah. of that being is that is that knowledge before all the other knowledge. So a lot of shit that were big issues become muted. Yes. What incredible, really. So it makes it easier to hear the note when a lot of the miscellaneous notes have been like diminished. Yes. The anxiety that can come from all this shit. Yeah, you know, I'm out of the moment, all this stuff. It all gets fucking mm. with it's all gets reclaimed and it brings about a mm. sense 
undirected attention and interest, which is presence. And now you have a strong sense of presence because you're not trying to get it or you or believing you've lost it. You know, it's just been you, you've come sure. you convinced. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. the time yeah. rolls back where, where it came from. Yeah, so uh, it's a big freaking issue. Yeah, that causes a lot of disputes. Yeah, when it's handled by that which is chaotic and based on other conditions, this idea of Paul, but the knowledge of that sense brings such a a uh, leavening agent to all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're really, yeah. uh, I know there's no, there's no here more, but it feels like you're more here than ever. Yeah. You're just totally mm -hmm. like anchored now, <laughs> whatever that now is, yeah. uh, whatever that now is appearing in this time movie, you're anchored. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Without any thought or effort. Yeah. yeah, without thought or effort. Yeah, pretty cool. That, that yeah. 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 That's a great solution. Yeah, it is. The solution is there is no problem. That's a great solution. You don't have to make any room to store the solution or have to remember to keep you know, taking it with you. It's just, mm -hmm. <laughs> there is, it, it negates the meaning of all the problems. And it's as if there's no need for a solution. That's a great solution. Yeah. yeah? The issues yeah. aren't flaring up all the time. <laughs> I'm not having existential angst ever. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's and, beautiful and it, to have that issue put to rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and in the occasion that it seems like the angst has risen up, it's not real. It can't it, go it too high. Yeah, it can't get it can't go too far. It always returns back to that knowing. Yeah. And it wants the it it's like a flower that it, the bloom would be an issue. It never flowers, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It threatens it, okay. it says it's going to, it says it's had, but it doesn't. <laughs> uh. You can't throw the ball far enough or high enough to break that gravity. Yes, it's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it always comes home. Yes, that's what Ramana I thought would uh, was implying. He talked, you know, the whole idea of self inquiry is to follow wherever you think something has gone, and 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 let it return because it everything returns to self, the big S self. Mm -hmm. And in that return, you really, it's never left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he said, just ask, yeah. who am I or from whence I come? Because all of the going, yeah, the coming is the same. Yeah. You've never, you've never left that. 
Yeah. That's a pretty the nice best birthday present. That's like a flavor uh, that enhances every other uh, ingredient of your life. Yeah. MSG. Yeah. Yeah. That you have a home. Yes. And it's like it's like the the immediate relief that the prodigal son got when he just finally admitted that he was outmatched and he stopped blaming himself for all this shit. And immediately everything was forgotten and everything was was uh, whole again. Yeah. As if it took no time whatsoever to become whole because it had never been what it thought it had been. It had always been whole. The father was always available. The feast was always available. And there was always a robe and a ring waiting for him. Yes. It was withheld yeah. by his head. Yeah. Yeah, only apparently. Only apparently. And then there's a permission that's given. And now you're permitted to give up the fucking search. Hmm. Yeah. And then that big giant foot from the transcendent sky doesn't come and squish you. Yeah. You find that everything is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right money, I'm serious. Didn't you don't you feel there's guilt that comes with seeking that if you stop seeking, you're gonna get whacked? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting whacked through the seeking. That's the funny part. You're afraid mm. of getting whacked by stopping, but you you have a preconceived idea, but you have no idea what it's going to be like to stop. I'm telling you, it's pretty damn fucking cool. Yeah. Maybe this whole place isn't about progressing and, and growing. Maybe that, that which you are doesn't grow at all. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's too much addiction to the growing and progressing, you may see that you may miss that which doesn't grow or progress. It just is all the time, no matter mm. what else is happening. Yeah. I mean, I always got this, I run into this with uh, the seat assignment where let's just look at the event of consciousness. Yeah. We have no idea how that's happening, but I look out and I see something, yes? Mm. There's noises going on. I'm not asking for those noises. There's noises, yeah? There's feelings coming over the nerves. It, it seems like it's unbidden and it seems like it's happening without any thought or effort on anything's part, yeah? So there's that consciousness. Now, some people believe that consciousness is a doorway here into the awareness. So, but why would you believe thought and effort is going to bring you to that which demonstrates no thought effort? Hmm. Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. I mean, all the sweating would only have value by real t by bringing about a recognition there was no need to sweat. That's the value of it, really. Yeah. Just like many of us in recovery, people learn the hard way. 
it's does it have to be that way? No, but there's a big trend that that's how it appears. Yes, people resist shit and they fucking deny shit. Then they get their ass kicked over and over again. Then one day something dawns, and now the easier, softer way is available. Yeah, because they're convinced of something that was a fact to begin with. They finally come to recognize, hey, I'm swimming against the current. <laughs> and then there's an admitting of the powerlessness and now they're going with the current, yeah? Now, was there any requirement for them to no. meet, to go with the current? No, but it had to seem to have to happen this way, yes? But when it happens, it's never like the way it seemed to happen. It doesn't demonstrate any thought or effort after we went through a lot of thought or effort to try to arrive there. It doesn't, does it? It actually tells you it's always been this way. What? Yes. So it's a huge issue, bro, to have some kind of uh, clear, undisturbed, not seasonal, not annual, not perennial, not only when I'm here with these people and then it lost. No, something has been put to rest. Yes. And then a lot of those dominoes has fallen with no effort or thought on our part. We're just seeing the effects. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So. I mean, why just, and how much do you enjoy having a home when you're out of the home? A lot, yeah? It brings a lot, the home itself brings a lot of uh, lightness to the experiences outside or away from the home, yeah? Yeah, what it actually allows us to enjoy them. Yes, it allows you to, yeah, everyone loves the rain from inside, usually, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I love the snow as long as I have a fucking fireplace. You wouldn't love the snow if you were living out there with the, with, and, and you didn't have the right gear. No, you wouldn't. But here, Satsang has delivered a message that you are what you're looking for. Yeah. 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 You know yeah. how many races you've run to try to arrive at the goal when you are the goal to begin with? This is what you're relieved of. Yeah. Now you yeah. now the races are run for different fucking reasons. Artistic expression, joining another, you know, other people, whatever. This that intention of using everything to get to a bigger, mythical, better place is gone, completely gone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Art. Yeah. Exactly. Then you see, you know, like the weird thing, you're more of an individual when you're not an individual, tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. More freedom. Because it can just grow the way it, it just goes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. It's a huge, huge thing, I feel. Mm. And it's so huge that you don't know its effects. It's like gravity. It's so comprehensive, you don't know its effects. And when you have effects, you misname them. You think it was the hill or the stairs. Yeah? But no, it's this presence. Yeah? 
Yeah. So yeah. thanks, Gary. Anyway, yeah. Thank you. Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. You ready for David? And then Marty. Uh, yes. Hi, David. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's not a question, Paul. It's just to share. So, and um, I bet I think it's the day before yesterday, or that night before last night. I um, went to bed, and within about uh, like a couple of minutes, I realised I had a piece of steel in my eye, or something in my eye, because um, uh, I've had I've had steel in my eye heaps over the years, and I know what it feels like. Anyway. All that night, I couldn't sleep. And um, the, a thing I sort of realised, because it's happened to me before, is um, I'd be really agitated normally by that, that I couldn't sleep. But I sort of said, well, this is pain. It, it's, it's, it's pain. It's not agitation. There's some pain there, you know, but it's not agitation. So I still couldn't sleep. But I got up, so I got out of bed early the next morning, like in pain, but not in agitation. Anyway, in the interim of all that, my daughter, who's in between jobs at the moment, had rung me that day to ask me if I could give her a day's work just for some money. So I sort of said to myself, well, I'll go into work. I should go and get this taken out, but I'll go into work today because I, I want my daughter to get a little bit of money. And, and so I did that, went into work. And this was yesterday, and it was a beautiful day because I got to have lunch with my daughter, and she carried me all day. I was sort of in that much pain. I couldn't do much. But both, both my daughters have been helping me out doing what I do since they were little kids. They were always hanging around. They're both really good at the job. <laughs> they do it. So they're like the best workers I've got if, if they want to work with me. So she sort of carried me all day which I realised, I sort of went, well, I made a bit of money today because of her, because I've done nothing. And then I knocked off early at four o'clock. I had this little, I was in pain the whole time. I don't know if everyone else had been in pain with that on their eye. I don't know what my pain tolerance is like, but I was in a lot of pain, but not, not agitated. And um, I went home early, fed the dogs, and I went to myself, righto, I'll catch the train in to the eye and ear hospital because I don't go to normal doctors when I get stuff in my eye because some of them can be a bit shaky. So I sort of go to the eye and ear hospital, which is in the city because they're a lot more steady handed. And um, I, I, I got down the station and uh, the first guy I saw was the station master. And I'm, I'm shit house on trains and trams. I travel by car everywhere. But from previous experience, I knew when I came out of the Iron Ear Hospital, half an hour after the anaesthetic wore off, it's bloody hard to drive under the lights and all that. So I thought I'll take the train. Anyway, the first guy I saw was the station master. And I asked him, oh, which when I get off at the end here, which station do I get off at? Which, what tram do I catch? And he stood there for five minutes explaining it all to me and showed me on maps on his phone. And I thought, oh, beautiful. And I climbed on the train and I thought that was lovely. Of him, to, of him to do that. I sort of, if you know what I mean, I'm forgetting about the pain because I'm having beautiful little experiences with people. It's, it's out of my head a bit. And then I got off where he said at North Richmond in the city and I was hungry as anything. 
And as I walked around the corner to get the tram, there's a kebab shop. So I, went, I walked up to the kebab guy and had a nice conversation with him. And he, I don't usually buy kebabs because you can get some sus ones, but he made me a ripper kebab. It was a beautiful bloody kebab. And then I got over, I only had to walk 100 metres over to the start of Victoria Street, it's called in the city. And the tram goes up there. And I just went to myself, well, I'm going to do the walk. You know, I'm just going to walk up to the ID hospital. It's a lovely night. It's sort of coming on uh, dusk a bit. So it's a beautiful road, a lot of, lot of trees and grass and birds. And whistle. So I'm just noticing all that stuff. And it's like my eye sort of isn't even hurting. I'm not even noticing anything going on. Get to the ID hospital. <clears throat> I'll, cut it, I'll cut the long story a bit short. But you go into the ID hospital and in the... In the um, where you wait, you've got to go through a lot of stuff. You've got to stand there in a line, which there was no one in the line. I got through really quick, like in about 30 seconds. It always seems to take forever, but it didn't last night. Girls sat down, they, they processed me and everything really quickly, told me to take a seat. And in these places, I don't know if it happens in America and that now, but there's a lot of signs up all around the walls these days. No angry, no abuse will be tolerated. No anger, all this shit. People must be losing their shit these days in in, doc, in waiting rooms and that, you know. And I, I'm just, yeah, it's weird. I'm just sitting there reading the signs and all relaxed. And I, The wait was probably, oh, I'll, I'll get to that. But I went in, so the nurse takes me in. She checks my eye out. Asked me my name and all this sort of stuff. Drops a local anaesthetic in my eye and sends me back out in the waiting room. So all the pain totally went. You know, I could watch the TV and everything for the local anaesthetics in the eye. And I finally get in with the doctor. And um, he's just a lovely guy. He, he, he not only gets the steel out of my eye, but he does, like, checks me for, I think it's called glaucoma like checks me for eye diseases, does an eye test on me, on me other eye, runs the whole gamut, you know, and just a lovely guy to talk to and very, very, I've got my head in a brace and he's very steady. I can't feel anything. He <laughs> picks it all out, gets it all out. Lovely guy. And I get, so the whole process, I think I got there about seven and, and it was about oh, one o'clock when I got home. So I get out and a friend rings me as I'm, she, she texted me before, and this was a beautiful thing. She said, oh, I'll come in and sit with you, you know? And I said, no, 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 that, that's okay. Like, just concern, wanted to sit with me, you know, just a bit of support. And I said, that's okay. But she came anyway. So I'm walking back down Victoria Street. I did the walk again. I didn't get on the tram. Walking back down Victoria Street in the night, just and pretty cruisy, everything's good. She texts me again, oh, I'm on the way on the train. So we tried to work out this funny thing. If I got on my train where I was and she was coming in, we could get off at a station. And then I said, no, no, we can't do that because we won't make platforms in time. It was it turned into a anyway, it turned into a real fun night. And I ended up getting home and getting to bed about one o'clock. But the whole point of the share for me <laughs> is, is I, I've had stealing my eye a lot, which came with a lot of ag agitation. And I wouldn't have seen any of the beauty in while I had that in there in anything that went on 
for, 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 for that, that period of time. But yesterday and last night, I got, got to see a lot of beauty in everything, even though I was just simply in pain, you know, because I won't say there was no agitation, but there was a hell of a lot less, you know yeah. what I mean? So, so, yeah, and that's thanks to you, God, thanks, thanks to all this, really. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Well, David, I think now you were going to have a David's Corner with the Craig's Corner. We're going to have <laughs> little, like, uh, Melbourne, uh, Melbourne uh, parables, yes, yes. Well, yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it. From the traveling lighter also, yeah. The traveling yeah. lighter is pain without as much agitation. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, you said a thing a while ago. I think you said um, uh, that fear is a valid emotion. Yes. But I, I think you said agitation isn't a valid emotion. I think that's what you said. Oh, yeah, there's mental anxiety, and therefore uh, it's mental. In other yeah. words, it's sort of made up. And then there's fear when something happens when you're in a, a threat, an apparent threat now. Yeah. Uh, the mental anxiety makes you have it mimics the physiological effects of fear, but it's triggered by uh, seemingly so. So things are appearing to be true, but they're not, yes? Yeah? So yeah, you, yeah. You, it's appearing that you're gonna be screwed next week, but you're really not screwed right now. So it's basically in the Course of Miracles, they would talk a lot about uncaused effects. So the mental state is producing a lot of uncaused effects, yeah, by obsessing over what's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, which is exactly with the pain yesterday, the last couple of days, the mental state up here would normally cause a, a tell this a lot of stuff that wasn't going on, but all it was was pain, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, see, uh, yeah, these see when what we're speaking here, you'll see it demonstrated in snippets of your of your day. Yeah, just like you just reported, you've had this before, the pain. So there was a familiarity that wasn't going to kill you, which allowed a rational reaction, which is not not so much anxiety, agitation could take hold because you knew better. Yeah. yeah, that's very, you know, this is, these are snippets of demonstration of uh, this message working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It's, uh, it's very nice to see those snippets. <laughs> well, it <laughs> is. That's the one part of the real uh, part of it is recognizing it and the joy that comes over you and the gratitude and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to, if you could mimic uh, like the nicest faces of humans, you know, gratitude, uh, devotion, stuff like that are beautiful. I remember when I was at Sai Baba's place in 95, I think it was 95 or 90, whenever, it doesn't matter, but he was alive. And one of the great things I had, there was tons of people there. Sai Baba was a 
a spiritual teacher in India, uh, had massive followings, and he had done a lot of service at this place. He had built a a super incredible or funded uh, a state of an art hospital that was free for anybody. Yeah, and he actually did a lot of uh, funding. Uh, education in Nepal and stuff but here he was so there was like 10,000 people there and every day he walked through the crowds like at 7 30 in the morning and 5 30 in the afternoon and he had these well-worn ways he could go so what you would do is get there and you try to sit near the like on the curb near the little walkway and a lot of times he would be looks I would be on that this side looking at the people that were looking up at him because they, he was facing them. And the beauty of their faces was, was unbelievable. It was such a beautiful, uh, beautiful mm -hmm. image to watch. Yeah. So, and I'd, I'd see it like every day, it was gorgeous. So this is this idea of, uh, there's, a, there's uh, a response to the pain and then there's less agitation. So there's no need for any kind of affirming or saying something or doing. They're just, there's loss of interest in it, yeah? This is yeah. beautiful to me, yeah. it's beautiful. So, so yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's very simple for me. It's like, Matt, you're just in pain at the moment. It's as simple as that, you know? Well, that, it's that, simple, but it's, it's demonstrated in what you call living here. <laughs> so yeah. living is having something happen and having to deal with it. That's an aspect of living here. And there yeah. you go. There was a travel lighter, lighter, lighter through that aspect of living. And why wouldn't it not have the effect on all aspects of living? Yeah. 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 Last so, two things. Last two things, just quickly, and you just remind me of something. All that there and at the eye ear hospital, it was all free. Like Australia's got a great healthcare system. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Called Medicare. That, that was all free, which was really appreciated. You know, you don't have to shell out any money at all. Yeah. And and myself can't get out of self hoodie. Finally turned up that I bought up your website about three months ago. It turned up this week, which oh, had you been. Did. Yeah, it hadn't been causing me any angst. I just used to say, oh, it's going to get here when it gets here. Stuff takes a long time now, you know. Wow, great. <laughs> anyway, great. Thank, thanks. Without a self hoodie. Now you can get into the hoodie now. That's good. I'm going to start wearing that around and people be people be wondering what the fuck's he on about, you know. <laughs> yeah. You and, could have um, a new T-shirt. Yes, there's pain, but no agitation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be a nice one. If I worked at the hospital, that would be a nice subliminal message. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's pain, but no, there's no agitation. <laughs> they, should, they should put that sign in the waiting room instead of all the uh, misbehaving. Yeah. But, but <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Paul. Thanks, everyone. People, the funny thing is, there's a lot of agitation without pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that, that you think that you think causes a pain, but it doesn't really. Yeah. That's right. That's agitation. <laughs> That's the suffering. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny, eh? 
you're so afraid of afraid of pain because of the agitation, but there's plenty of agitation with no pain. <laughs> the head is agitated. That's its nature. Yeah. The head is not at peace. Yeah. It's wow. not to return to its original condition. The head is agitated. It's an activity. <laughs> it's yeah. an activity with and it, there's no on or off switch. It's just agitated. Yeah. It desires yeah. to become and it desires to unbecome. And it's a like a dualistic slinky that goes on. And it tells these these fantasy fantasy stories of if only I reached this point, then I would really re relax and and become at peace. No, there's no point it can reach. Yeah. The it's the peace is not of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. All right, thanks, bro. Anyone else here? Yes, we now go to John Luna's parlor. John Luna. Hey, what's up, Paul? You hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, good, good. Um, so I, I need your help tonight, like kind of straightening out my head. You know, this understanding that comes and it's here, it's not going anywhere, and uh, it's doing its thing. But it's sort of like the um character you know the action figure its life is sort of it's growing or or there's a, there's something moving through me for it to grow you know and at the same time there's some good things happening and you know i meet some woman and i'm like i can't believe i met this woman you know like she's fantastic but now i have to be like i have to show up like 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 I have, to, I feel like there's like this, oh, it's time to change and grow. But I think I'm just expressing the feeling and, and, and maybe you can help set me back on track because I think I went down like a little dark area where I've been, you know, where the understanding hasn't really reached. So maybe from here, you know, I can get, bring some light into it. Well, it seems like life's inviting you to take a step just you know have a assurance there's going to be a stair there because there's going to be yeah there's right. the idea in aa they say uh you know uh god will never give you more than you can handle but really god will never give you more than it can handle. it can handle yeah so yeah. basically right. it's time for you to grow out of something and grow into something else so here's life's invitation yeah yeah there you go yeah and there's nobody doing like it feels like you're doing it in a way but well, don't even go there just do it yeah, yeah. Just do it. And if you don't do it it's fine but just say yes just say yes yeah yeah, yeah. like say yes at 11 a.m and then you know hold tight the you know the the possibility you could say no and then just say yes at eleven thirty and say less at eleven forty five and there you go and then there'll be a momentum and you'll get caught in that little current and you'll be in the flow. Mm. It's not about you. Yeah. Right. 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 And and, and just and to hear just just down, to... it's fine too. You know, it's not like the end of the world either. I right. mean, I find. Uh, uh, it's almost like life 
it's like love just demanding itself from you yeah right. that, that's what it feels like it's, it wants it doesn't have an end goal but it just wants a, a bit a bigger expression yeah so there you go and uh you'll see all your old ideas are just that about it they're old ideas yeah you about yes. those old conditions you're now growing into a new condition just go with it yeah which is a mystery <laughs> well it's a mystery yeah 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 that's i mean yeah it's well, just... head, but see there's there's the, your response and then there's the head's reaction just don't make see that don't let the head's reaction be your response just see right. your response to the head's reaction is i'm not that yeah and so if life keeps offering your you get on the dance floor see what happens right this is about in a way like maybe you can say it's about the remembrance of this becoming more and more just you know yeah right here right now right? <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah not actual. cerebral but actual and actual yeah. your life's getting bigger right now you realize a lot of what you call you doesn't want that oh <laughs> my god Yo, Paul, Paul, for real that is the, right what you said right there is i'm seeing all this stuff that doesn't want that and it's yeah, like wow all this stuff was here all along and I'm thinking I'm trying to get somewhere and all along it's been all this stuff that didn't want to get anywhere. <laughs> exactly. There's a giant state of cognitive dissonance. There's oh a huge God. aspect of what we're not that doesn't want to go any near anywhere near where you think you're headed. <laughs> oh. It's going to drag its feet every step of the way. <laughs> it is not you. And oh. or you have a sense of a a power that's working in your life, turn it over to that power when you recognize it. Don't let it, don't have it tell you you've already been turned over to it. See, this is what it says. Self does not, is not an invitation. Self tells you you already are one. That's what it does. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. It's not inviting you. It says you, you've already made the, the contract. Yeah. This is a complete bogus, uh, transcending uh, misleading assumption yes right it may be uncomfortable but if you can just sit still and watch it you'll see the emperor with no clothes yeah and in seeing that in different situations you know sometimes seeing that is not so, as visceral you know it's just there's different intensities to different things but at, when the intensity can be a little bit uncomfortable Yes, of course. You, yeah. it was safe in the head in a weird way. Yes. In a weird way, it's an avoidance. Well, it can be, yes. Yeah. And so somebody, you know, somebody wants you to come out and play. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah. 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 Man. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Man, but the head is just talking stories, and you know now. Care about the head. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Just, I needed just you to give me a good, well, you know, you, the bitch, the Zen bitch left. That's what I need. So thank you. <laughs> yes. The thing is, see, uh, oh. then you see how the head is using all the spiritual practices and stuff. 
Oh, it's always to put it off in the future. It can be. Uh, it, it's. It. It may be giving it a meaning to avoid just this kind of stuff. Yeah? Oh, exactly. That kind and of just. So yeah. now you're really getting uh, the spirit is active. It's an active event. You're and this isn't like thinking about it, knowing it in your head. No. I understand it. This is the hands out. Just puts your hand in, and it's gonna pull you somewhere. Yeah, it's not, right. yeah. like it's a, it's, it's a losing. Like it's a done deal. I see that. Oh, it's yeah, taking, it's taking me where it's gonna take me. Yes, it's, you know, it just has those turbulences where it's like, damn, can I handle this? It just feels like you can handle it. That's the good can. news. Yeah. You admit you can handle it, and then something handles it. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, just you want, everyone wants, I used to see this a lot. We'd be uh, people from other uh, regimens would come to the satsang, and some of them, it was a really important thing for a, a, like a cathartic awakening. And so, and then one day at satsang, or we'd afterwards, we'd go to eat. This lady went into one of those things and she starts the first thing she wanted to get out of it. I'm saying, this is what you've been asking for for fucking months. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> That's the mind, though. It's never happy. It's yeah, always... you see it. You see yeah. the bogusness of the head. Yes. Oh my God. It's such a charade. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you accept or not. You're in the dance, no matter what, accepting or not. But go along with it. At least it's, uh, it can be revelatory when you're stepping where you've never stepped before, so to speak. Yes. And you can't rely on the head. And you can't rely on your little practices. If there's someone demanding your attention and wants to be with you. Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, stasis no you know no more because it just can't you can't hold it just can't yeah just i mean answer the door yeah that's all uh thanks paul man i appreciate it Thank yeah you. you're welcome bro and then come back and share about it this is this isn't like uh you know some of the greatest spiritual mountains you'll climb are is going on a first date you know what I mean? Or yeah, exactly sitting right. in a room, letting someone love you unconditionally when you think you're definitely sure they're wrong about you. Exactly. That's what I'm talking That's, about. Exactly. This is what I'm, yeah, this is what happens. There's this way more than a spiritual yeah. The shell and also what they call the spiritual shell. That's supposed to be a big view of a, a vista. It ain't. Yeah, right. it ain't. Yeah. This is it. You walk a lot, take a step, and something greets you. Yeah. You just got to see. That's it. Well, yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. it's the same old, same old is going to be the same old, same old. Yeah. It's same, sure it's that. But yeah. today could be quite new. So, yeah. Different way of living. Thank you. Uh, yeah, bro. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, your little, your little safe little space is getting. Uh, it's king. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I've been waiting for a while, so there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. All right. I'm glad you, you, you noticed. Okay. Yeah, it's happening for sure. Thank All you. Right. Great, great.
Yes. You can you can't uh, you can see the reliance on the head, yeah, and the head's unreliable. Yeah. Yes. It's it's like fake news. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So thanks, bro. Thank you for feeling safe enough to share. I know uh yeah. No, I mean wants us never to say a thing about any of this. No, it's, it's a kind of like a total this attitude of like we're gonna ignore stuff that really happens that's important in real life. But honestly, I know I could talk to you, man. You like you, you had that big brother energy, man. So I, I just I respect you on a lot of different levels, you know. I appreciate it. Oh great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that makes my night. Yeah. All right. Anyone else, Mike? Yes, Lynn. Lindy. Hi, Lynn. Lynn. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I just have a quick question. When David was talking about having steel in his eye and choosing to wait an entire workday and, and then choosing to walk and enjoy the walk instead of hurrying to the doctor, I just don't understand why that just wasn't addressed it seems like <laughs> and the intelligent thing to do would be you know the enlightened thing to do would be to save your eyesight and you know hey enlightenment very rarely does it an enlightened thing yeah yeah and 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 he's had steel in his eye before i'm not going to be able to sleep tonight I would think that's why he took it the way he took it. I guess. See, when you've, when the head reacts as if this is the biggest thing that ever happened, and then yet it's somehow familiar to you, it takes a lot of its buzz off. Yeah. I can't even have an eyelash in my eye. <laughs> I yeah. just think it sounds a little crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's but, good. you yeah. know, as long as uh, I heard of a guy recently who's been staring at the sun to prove that you know whatever that he's one with consciousness so wow. stealing your eye uh, i had oreos in my mouth that's about it <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm being silly i'm sorry no that's all right Lynn. i <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't suspecting that point of view that was good <laughs> well yeah. i just i, know, I would I know. I would pull thirty-seven to the emergency room. We're like, oh yeah, deal with the steel tomorrow. You know, what I mean? I've got a. I'm sorry, I don't show that much concern. I've know. got a whole arc. Remember Arkham, the cartoonist yeah, Arkham. I have a whole Arkham cartoon in my head of him, da -de da -de da, picking flowers <laughs> with this giant log in his eye. Right? <laughs> Well, keep on trucking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was his philosophy. That's right. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. Don't, don't be sorry. Just I be have silly. a question. <laughs> All right. I have a question. All right. Kathleen, yes. I want to know if next week, if David could tell us the long version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should make a private audience for that, Kathleen. I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you. 
<laughs> we will drag drag queen story hour. You know, I, I, you don't know how much lenience I'm showing. And passed on my 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 ruth ruthlessness in my live events. <laughs> I'm becoming like uh, the guy, Mister Rogers. <laughs> Come on in to the neighborhood. <laughs> it's fun. So, all right. Anyone else, Mike? Or we'll call it a night here. Uh, I don't think so. John Luna's hand won't go down, but I think that's just the old hand. I think it's two old hands up there. Lynn and Luna. <laughs> Lynn and yeah. Luna. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's, uh, I think it's a nice moment to end it. Eh? Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just checking. Uh, Ram says, thanks, Paul, in chat. Uh, you're welcome, bro. Yeah, all right. So, Michael, as always, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Uh, there's the, the famous cover of Teachings of Hoang Po book, John Blofeld. You probably get it for 50 cents on, uh, that's amazing, isn't it? Like on Amazon, a dollar or something. <laughs> yeah we've got uh miss amelia there she is bill churchman nice to see you bill kathleen yep you can get the long version anytime kathleen yeah yeah we got emerson nice to see emerson in long beach a new as always dan uh metro nice to meet you dan Sherry, always a pleasure. John K, Jed, Jeb, John, yeah, David, yeah. Deborah and Alberta talk about cold. It must be cold up there. Irene M, nice to see you, Irene. Alan, as always. Teresa S, nice to see Teresa. Susan H. I had the pleasure to see Susan a little couple of weeks ago. She came to a live meeting. She used to go before. Nice. Gary C. Gary, we're going to be up in uh, in Auburn at the end of the month. We'll have it on the website. Cool. Yeah, Sounds we're going to speak in Auburn at Maria's house. I think you were there last time. No, you weren't. No, but I'd like to be. Yeah, he yeah, was. No, oh, not Maria's house, but the, that other time. We yeah, we're going to be there yeah. for a, a day or two. So, yeah, I'll see you then. Great. Eh? Okay. Yeah, and I'll see you Thank now. But, yeah, a couple of weeks. <laughs> Greg, nice to see you, bro. You feeling all right there in Minneapolis? Uh, I'm feeling great. Oh, feeling great. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Chris B. in Massachusetts. Yeah. Miranda. Yeah, there she is. She had a Laurie. This is see Laurie. Marty. I think the Wi-Fi has been good tonight. Yes, Michael? Yes. Oh, great. Eh? Excellent, Paul. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, David. Yes, we saw him. Let's see. Chris. Jeff P. from Southern Cal. Shannon must have gotten a little warmer. She's taken off uh, the tundra hat. <laughs> Craig May, don't don't worry, Craig. There's a there's 
big enough room for two uh, corners in Zen Bitch Lab. That's Greg and David. Yes. Both in Melbourne. I uh, don't know who this is. Like, I don't know. I think this is L LJ. Nice to see LJ. How are you? Yeah. Ram Charan, thanks for staying around to stay hello there, bro. Goodbye. <laughs> we got uh, James in Japan. Wow. Nice to see you, James. Is this your first time here or no? Hi. Yeah. Yeah. First time. I think I've arrived just in time for the end, but. Oh, really? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we have uh, daylight taking time. Well, if you yeah. have it, you want to ask anything quickly, I'm fine. We can stay a little. Oh, no, no. I'm just, uh, I've been interested watching your, these videos, these meetings online on, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, I'm really interested. I, uh, the message re really resonates. Um, yeah, for the past year or so, I kind of got relatives in Ukraine and I was really upset about that for a while. And I, I kind of was looking for something about spirituality in Ukraine. And that got me onto a Rupert Spira thing. And uh, through that, I got into non-duality. And then I thought non-duality and steps must, you know, I'd love to find out more about that kind of combination. And I don't know, just, yeah, managed to find my way, my way here. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. So th thank you for the message and yeah. It's oh, good thank to be you, <laughs> Thanks. And uh, yeah, if we're in daylight saving time, so that's what's throwing maybe things off. So right now in America, it's 8.16 p.m. West Coast, just so you know. Yeah, you're America. <laughs> yeah, West Coast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's Coast. Thursday here. We are the best coast, but West Coast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so there all right nice to see you james i'll see you again hopefully yeah and we got zoe nice to see zoe she is in the uh the east coast area yeah i think she's in the middle central time yeah central it's 10, time. 10 16 here oh, all right there you go well we got susanna w she's in uh western she's on the west coast i know that Chris B, John Luna, Mike M, Grateful Dave, Mia. Mia is back. Paul. In, uh, thank you. Mia is back in Australia, in Adelaide, I think. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I think I got everyone. If I missed you, I apologize. And we'll see you soon. We have the uh, recovery thing at 1030 Pacific time in the morning and then Saturday alive and Zoom at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So, and with the idea of Sicily, we're trying, we may change the place that we're gonna have the retreat. I was hoping to get it a little more, a smaller, uh, but we're working on it. So just, uh, yeah, okay. Thanks everyone. I'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everyone.